When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 6.30 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 6.30 Chad. The Bruins 5-1. Sabres and Senators are tied 1-1. And also in the second period, Islanders and Flyers 2-2. And uh, also in the second period, Jets and Capitals in a 2-2 tie. Canucks and Predators about 13 minutes into the first. There is no score. Coming up later, Montreal in Dallas. The Panthers take on the Flames. And later on, 8.30 Mountain Time start. The uh, Lightning will play the Los Angeles Kings. Western Hockey League tonight, the Edmonton Oil Kings at home against Prince Albert. The Oil Kings making a big trade. Yesterday, uh, Cam Moon is headed to this game. He's going to join us here in a couple minutes here on 6.30. Chad, next game for the Oilers is Thursday against the Florida Panthers. It is a 5.30 face-off show, and the puck will drop at 7 here on 6.30. Chad. All right. Appreciate you tuning in tonight. What an interesting day indeed, isn't it? Yes, never a dull moment with the Oilers. Whether it's on the ice or uh, off the ice, seems like everybody gets fired up about something. That's okay. I'm going to tell you something here. Uh, well, I got a few things I want to get to. And uh, like I was saying, I, t- I told a story from when I was covering junior hockey and a coach just kind of shot back at me in a post-game interview. And I'll admit it wasn't the greatest question, but I, I was trying for something at the time. Um you know, th- things, uh, things that I remember th- one of the first two years I was doing Oilers stuff. I wasn't the host of this show. I was, uh, or no, was I? No, I was. I-, I was. And I used to go into the dressing room live at Rexall Place with a little live unit. And I could do a couple live interviews after the game while Bob was doing his post-game show and before I did overtime open line. And Ben Scrivens was the goalie. And... Uh, I asked him about one of the goals that went in. And now this was live after game they lost. And I, 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 I thought he'd let in a couple stinkers, quite frankly. So I asked him about one of them. I can't remember how I worded it, but I probably could have worded it better uh, in, ter- in terms of trying to make the guy feel comfortable giving a clip or whatever. I said what I said. And, and he go- I remember this is live on the radio. And he says to me, uh, I don't know. What do you think? And I went, oh, I don't know. I'm not an NHL goalie. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, he kind of gave a very half-hearted answer, and that was it. So, all right, that was uncomfortable. Um, you know, again, he probably didn't like the question. Uh, I, di- I didn't like the answer. Because, like, you know, I always find that if you're going to turn around and say, well, you know, well, well what, like, what, do you, what do you know about it? Well, yeah, exactly. I don't know anything about it. The people listening don't know anything about it. You played in the game. We want to know how you felt or how you saw in the play. Uh, but so it was a little uncomfortable and I thought, okay, well, 
just should straighten this out. Like I don't, I, I don't mind moments of conflict with people. I don't mind people standing up for themselves, and I have no trouble standing up for myself if I think it's appropriate. I don't, I don't go around picking fights with people. I don't think anyway. Uh, but I thought, okay, you know, that could have gone better. It wasn't World War Three. But I, you know, I don't want any lingering issues with this player. I mean, he's the goaltender. You're going to talk to him quite a bit. Uh, so a few days later after practice, he was at his stall. And I was like, hey, Ben, uh, how's it going? And he's like, yeah, good. I said, hey, uh, I just want to talk to you about what happened after the game the other night. And he's like, well, what's, what's that? And I said, well, when I was, when I was interviewing you, uh, we kind of had a quick back and forth there that seemed like it was a little uncomfortable. And he's like, oh, I, I don't really remember. Sorry if I said something I shouldn't have, but don't worry about it. And I was like, oh, okay. So most of the, most of the time, things blow over. Most of the time, things blow over, or or you might go to a player and say, oh, hey, you know, look, maybe I didn't ask that right, or 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 maybe uh, it wasn't clear what I was uh, asking about there. And and usually, and I'm not saying this has happened to me a lot, but it does happen. Uh, you know, and usually that smooths it over or a player will say, yeah, you know what? I, I didn't like that at the time. So I, I, I just wanted to stand up for myself. I'm not actually, you know, mad at you. I have no problem with you, but I just felt in that, in that moment, uh, you know, I needed to, to say that and say it strongly. And usually it's like, yeah, okay. You know, I, I felt the question needed to be asked that way. And oftentimes it's just like, yeah, you know, I know you're doing your job, nothing personal. And something might flare up two years from then, uh, but you go on. I got a couple other stories to tell as well, but we're going to go to either uh, inside Rogers place or just outside Rogers place where the Edmonton Oil Kings are going to take on Prince Albert at the top of the hour. Mooner, how's it going? Going really good. Yes, just inside Rogers place. Warm-up has begun. Okay. Uh, the Edmonton Oil Kings have acquired Justin Sordiff from Vancouver. Tell me about the significance of this deal. Well, it's, it's incredibly significant. You've got a team like the Edmonton Oil Kings, who are, are one of the best clubs in the WHL. But the the window for winning for them is is this season. Like, let's be honest. Caden uh, Gooley, Luke Prokop, probably Dylan Gunther, definitely Jake Neighbors, uh, as well as, as Justin Sordiff, and Sebastian Kosa. All these guys are going to be playing pro next year. So. They're not coming back, as well as the 20s, who who do have a you know a significant impact on this team. So the, the time is now, and uh, you know, congratulations to, to Kurt Hill and the rest of the staff for stepping up and getting a guy like Justin Sordiff uh, from the Vancouver Giants, and uh, he'll be a big part of this club from now to the end of the season. So it's. It, it, it was something that, I mean, if, if you can add when you have an opportunity to go on a long run, you absolutely have to. Now, the Oil Kings traded a couple of first-rounders here in the Bantam draft, and, and they have traded other, I guess it's the prospects draft now, they have traded other picks along the way here. Uh, like, is that concerning, or do these picks kind of get recycled then when other teams are peaking? Like, tell, give me some insight there. Well, it. You know, certainly, yeah, it's it's something that, you know, down the road, is, is it a cost? Absolutely it is, especially when you're dealing with first-round picks because that is your best opportunity of, of getting, uh, you know, real impact players. But, you know, down the road, if you're in a situation, you know, a year from now or two years from now where you're not a contender, 
and you've got a few, a few older top-end guys, you can move those guys to top-end teams for picks. So the opportunity to recoup picks is definitely there down the road, uh, and you would you would look to do that. And now the, the Oil Kings did have a bit of a surplus when it came to the picks because of you know, deals they had made previously, but it is something that, that down the road when your team isn't you know, at the top, that's when you start to look to move some players out and recoup picks. All right. Uh, tell me a little bit about this matchup uh, tonight. Uh, what do you expect from PA? Well, they played really, really well last night in Red Deer. Picked up a win. They're rolling. Um, they've just been, they've been playing hard. And from what I understand, as I was uh, just in conversation with their coaching staff and their head coach, a, a former Edmonton Oiler, uh, Mark Hatchide, he was saying that they played a pretty physical game last night in Red Deer. So uh, they're a te- they won't have Ozzy Weisblatt as a San Jose Shark draft pick. If he's uh, a guy that was potentially uh, could have been moved before the day- deadline, but he stayed. It, uh, he uh, must have banged up a little bit last night, so he's not uh, going to be in the lineup. So that game it was definitely a physical game. So I think PA will come in here. And they'll try to play a similar style against the Oil Kings. All right, Mooner, I'll let you get to your spot. Thank you so much for checking in, my friend. I'll see you at practice tomorrow. Okay, sounds good. Thanks, Reed. Yeah, quick check-in from Cam Moon, our, uh, one of our Oilers play-by-play voices here on 630 Jet as the Oil Kings making that trade yesterday. Justin Sordiff from Vancouver, really good player. He's 19, 24 games with Vancouver, 32 points. He was also the team's captain. So the, a very good Oil Kings team gets even better as uh, we rotate back to the uh, story of the day I guess the uh, pissy story of the day it's probably the most I'm ever going to use that word in one radio show in my entire career the uh, exchange between Jim Matheson and Leon Dreisaitl so as I first of all as I'm saying things have happened things have happened to me so when I see this happen to somebody else I, I don't think well you know that's it they'll never work again or if a player gets mad I don't think well that's you know I'm never going to talk to that player again I, I mean conflicts do happen uh everything's heightened right now with the Oilers losing so much and uh you know I just think everybody feels kind of crappy about the way things are going in the world and everything like that so they they, they went back and forth I mean I remember too when I, when I was working at Lloydminster there was a coach of one of the uh senior AAA teams that was competing for the Allen Cup um that uh for some reason I don't even remember why. I don't know if it was I was involved in this incident so much, but he decided he was not going to talk to anybody from our station. I, and, uh, I, again, I can't remember why. I don't think I was directly involved in this one, and, and that's what he decided. But this was a, it wasn't the Lloyd team. It was a team in the area that was going for the Allen Cup. Like, they were a good senior men's AAA team. And uh, they, uh, they had a game. A provincial playdown game or some sort of Allen Cup playdown game, maybe. And I went to cover it, and I, I knew this coach for again for whatever reason didn't didn't like the station, didn't want to talk to us. But I got to go do it, so I go down the tunnel. And then like this, I knew this guy like well enough. He'd coached before, and I go down the tunnel after the game, and he's standing outside the room, and I said uh, hi, you know, and he pleasantly said hi back. I said uh, I was hoping I could grab uh, maybe you and a player for post game. And he said, he said, well, I'm not going to do it, but I'll get my assistant. And it's like, okay. So, you know, he, 
He did, in that moment, he decided not to pick a fight. He, he could have said, you know what, Reed, I hate you. I hate your station. I'm going to ruin you. I'm going to run you into the ground. And that probably would have got me mad. He just would have said, you know what, my, someone from my team will talk. I'll even get one of my assistants to talk. I personally am not going to do it. And I thought, okay, well, that's, that's your choice. I'm here to get somebody. He's given me somebody. On we go. So, you know, uh, things happen. Things happen. We got the Certainteed hotline, Certainteed professional grade building materials, 780-496-0063. Fred is on the line. Hi, Fred. Hey, Reed. How's it going tonight? I'm pissy. What's up with you? <laughs> hey, can we talk Def Leppard instead of the Oilers? <laughs> Not today. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yikes. You know what? I think, uh, yeah, I don't know. When it comes to interviews right now, I think they got to keep them a little more lighthearted because they're getting asked the same questions. But then my brother goes, hey, guys that are making $8, $10 million a year, uh, he doesn't feel too sorry for them. You know what really hurting right now, and it's karma. At the start of the year, I was so pumped up with the Oilers record, and I was talking to a friend of mine in California, but all of a sudden the tables were turned because they're a huge Shark fan. Oh, Timo Meyer got five goals. Uh, you got to look way up the standings to see where the Sharks are now. And I'm like, oh, boy. And I go, well, we got problems at Edmonton. And she goes, every year there's a problem in Edmonton. But, yeah, as far as the pissy, I, I don't know. It is what it is. Like, you are you to- even, like, as, as a fan, and I know you're, uh, you're a slightly more seasoned gentleman, like, does, do you even worry about this? Or are you just like, okay, it'll it'll blow over. Like, let's worry about the actual games. Or are you, up like, actually upset about it? Well, I'm not upset, but I just think uh, right at this very moment, the way the team's going, you got to be careful of what you're asking these guys. Like, the other night after the Ottawa game, McDavid just looked. He was spent. And I'm like, okay, this really i think like some of the questions should be directed just to ken holland and Tippett. that's it leave the players out of it for now because they're the ones that should be under fire right the players shouldn't be well the players got a big responsibility too and you know what tomorrow night's game against florida wouldn't that be nice if they somehow could sneak that one out the confidence that they get from beating the florida panthers because they're on fire right now yeah, thanks, Fred. Appreciate it, buddy. Seven eight zero four nine six zero zero six three. That is uh, Fred checking in. I'll, I'll tell you what. Uh, I, I relate. I related some stories from my career. Uh, like I said, stuff happens. I, my personality is is generally if there is conflict, I, I will try to smooth it over. Um, that exchange t- for me today was uncomfortable to, to watch because uh, you realize it's escalating and you know there's going to be fallout from it and all that kind of stuff. Um, Look, I asked Jim if he regretted using the word pissy. He said no. I kind of wish he hadn't used that word. I mean, you kind of you kind of ramp it up when it gets into that situation. You know, he, he, he said if he would have had another question of Leon, he would have said, you know, Leon, please understand I'm asking you these questions because I don't know the answers and people want to know what your answer is. Maybe he could have gone to that earlier. But again, Jim was in that moment, and, and that's what he chose to do. Um, there, there's history between Leon Dreisaitl and Jim Matheson. And if you've ever heard our, the interviews that we air on Overtime Open Line after games, when we have sometimes they're live, sometimes they're relatively fresh tape, um, you probably have heard Leon be short or dismissive with Jim in the past. So my, one of my angles would be is that should be ironed out. Like that, that should be ironed out. And 
you know, either one of the two men has to say, like, we need to get in a room and sit down for 10 minutes and, and figure out a way to, to get along better. Or, or a member of the Oilers media relations staff has to say, guys, y- you two need to talk because th- this isn't comfortable. You know, Leon, if you don't like what Jim is doing, you're going to have to try to meet him halfway. Leon, maybe Jim, here's maybe how Leon likes to be approached. I don't know. It's, it's easy for me to say not being involved in it. But there's been something there for the last couple of years uh, that, that I have noticed that's specifically directed toward Jim Matheson. Leon Dreisaitl has some sort of bug in his rug about it. So, I, again, I, I think that should be straightened out. I hope that they have some sort of a conversation out of this. You know, I, I like this, like it's, it's bad for everybody. I mean, it's. It, it, I think it's it's bad for Jim. I think it's bad for Leon. I think it's bad for the Oilers. I think it's it's ultimately bad that that's what we're talking about today instead of actually hockey. Uh, you know, I, I think somehow it's it's got to be mitigated, and there has to be like we should be able to function professionally. To me, that's that's a lot of what being a professional is. It's having conflict and it's having stress, and it's still being able to functionally do your job at a reasonable level. So, you know, today, uh, Jim wasn't able to do his job as well as he would have liked to do. And, uh, you know, Leon, who's supposed to at least try to relate to the media, didn't do his job as as he should have done, in my opinion. A few more thoughts when I get back inside sports on Chet. Thanks a lot for tuning in tonight. Talk about the uh, dry settle Matheson exchange with Rob Brown between 7.05 and 7.30. My producer, Dave Campbell, is on the line. Dave, what's going on? Hey, buddy. Uh, I'll tell you the uh, dumbest question I ever asked was at the 2001 World Championships in Athletics. I can't remember who I was speaking to. It was a real A team member for, uh, on the women's side for Team Canada, and I asked her, so do you think you run fast? Um, that was my lowest point, and thankfully, it was early in my career. Uh, so I was able to maybe slough it off. Um, this went viral today. We all know that. We all know the age of social media and the era we're living with. There's a lot about social media that isn't good, and it was on full display today at the uh, liberties taken against Jim Matheson. And I think it was disgusting from the uh, area of Euler Twitter. And uh, I think those partic- that particular section of the uh, social media universe takes themselves way too seriously. Congratulations, you can read numbers on a computer screen. Can you look at a hockey game and understand what's happening? Um, it went viral today. I mean, I remember when Tavis Reed and the famous frothing at the mouth consequences comment after a 17-3 loss of the BC Lions in 2013, when back then the Edmonton football team were not very well run from the media relations level, and they let us an angry Tavis Reed out in, in that state. You know, it, it happens. Uh, personally, I had, I'll, I'll share this. I, I used to tweet very intimately about what the Edmonton football team was doing in practice, where someone lined up, where, you know, uh, which side of the field. I did that in 2017 when a guy by the name of Mercy Maston had to step in for a rookie, Arjun Colhoun, uh, on, uh, 
a game a, a couple days before the Ottawa Red Blacks. I tweeted it, and Jason Moss reamed me out. If you've seen Jason Moss on in public ream someone out, you understand how that felt, uh, that I was on the other end. And we had a tough relationship for a year, and then we smoothed things over. Um, it, it's, it, you know, it's really tough for the, for the Oilers that they're going through this stretch. Six-game losing streak again. Two wins in their last 14 games. As media people, we do understand how difficult that is for them. We're not trying to go in there and have our jollies and go, oh, I'm going to ask the, the, the question that's going to piss them off worse. You know, Edmonton also lost eight games in a row, and you want to be sensitive to that, but you also want to, you also want to pursue answers. Unfortunate what happened today, but I think we can all take a deep breath and respect the fact that, you know, hey, a, a, a Hall of Fame reporter got into it with a future Hall of Fame hockey player, but it doesn't mean either side is stupid. So let's get over ourselves, please. All right, Dave. Thanks, buddy. Have a good evening. Catch you later. Well, I did not know that. Dave Campbell asked a sprinter if she was fast. <laughs> That's, yeah, we, we all have moments, don't we? Uh, Rob Brown's going to weigh in next on Inside Sports. Thanks for checking out the show tonight. 630 Chad Inside Sports with Reed Wilkins. Weekdays at 6 on 630 Chad.